Being a parent is hard work. You've limited time, always stretched, always learning. This is Like My Father Before Me, a podcast about parenthood, about being a dad, getting it wrong, but also celebrating the wins. I'm Matt, this is John, (laughs) and we'll do our best to discuss the many, many topics that all parents will inevitably share together. We hope you enjoy what's to come. We know we'll have had a blast putting these episodes together for you, and can't thank you enough for downloading and listening in. Where do you start when you talk about sleep? <laughs> um, where do you start? Um, where do you start? I mean, if- some some parents have. There's a big spectrum. There's a big yeah. wide spectrum. Um, and you will be placed on that spectrum somewhere. Of course. Yeah. Um, we all hope, we all hope that it's in, in the nice safe zone on the spectrum where the baby just gets it. They just get it. (laughs) They just sleep. No questions asked, no stress, no strain. They just do it. Uh, I know for a fact, that's not my kids. (laughs) It never has been. What about you? Well, you know what? I see this thing, Fox, our first. Um, I, I, nobody likes a parent that says, you know what I'm about to say, don't you? Nobody likes a parent that goes, yeah, my kid just slept all the way through. You know, <laughs> you just, you know what I mean? It just makes your blood boil. But Fox, <laughs> in all honesty, we were let off easy with Fox, our, our first. Um, and okay, I remember. Yeah, let's cut the podcast here then. So we made it. <laughs> We made it one one explainer and one minute into episode one. <laughs> Done. Yeah. No, to be honest, though, because um, I, I think we only realised how easy we had it with Fox until we had Kit. And then we were like, right. oh, this is how bad it can be. Um, so, yeah, so everything that worked for us with Fox did not work for Kit. Mm. Never has, never will. Um, so Yeah, yeah and, and that's, that's so often the trend, isn't it? Like, w- mm. when you go into child number two, you're like, okay, I feel a bit more confident by this. I've got a child's worth of experience. Mm-hmm. I can apply that to number two. And of course you can apply that to number two, but just so much of it just doesn't work. They're just two unique beings and yeah. two, they've got two completely different set of traits and attributes and behaviors and characteristics and likes mm-hmm. and dislikes, you know, the list goes on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so you had a real 50, 50 split then. Yeah, exactly. Sleep. I think we did. Um, I think that- so the thing is, is with sleep, sleep's kind of one of the most, it's one of the cornerstones, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like in terms of, it's one of the most important things, sleeping and, and feeding when, you know, when they're young. Um, but I think, um, you kind of forget, I suppose, what it's like when you're having a, do you know, you know, when you, those, those nights, the, the nights just blur they blur if the routine becomes this you go into survival mode basically you're just sleeping when you can and you just you know you're going to be woken up a few times in the night and you're going to be desperately trying to get back down to sleep and what have you and it all just becomes a bit of a blur and you very quickly just accept that that's just the way life is for the time being do you know what i mean um (laughs) so i think 
uh, yeah, I, I think when we've had successes with sleep, it's always temporary. And I think that's with many aspects with children is that as soon as you think you've cracked something, then they go and change, mm. you know, and then you're like, oh, well, hang on, this worked last week. And why yeah. are you not sleeping now? I'm, you know, it's, 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 it's one of the things, but I think there's two things, two aspects with sleep. One is, is the sleeping through the night scenario. You know, like the, 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 the sleep that allows you as parents to be able to sleep. And then there's the sleep during the day, the naps, um, which I believe are, they are almost as just as important because, and this is my logic is that I believe a lot of, um, I'm not going to say bad behavior, but I'm just going to say difficult behavior, challenging behavior from a baby or a child, toddler, um, is, exacerbated by the lack of sleep if that makes sense or potentially yeah. caused by lack of sleep so if you get the sleep right or as the best you possibly can the ripple effect is is that that so many of the other challenges from being a parent uh, uh, you know are made easier i'm not i'm never going to say it's easy but do you know what i mean if you can mm. get the sleep right you know when you have at the moment when you kind of you kind of think you've cracked it like i say and your child is actually sleeping and you kind of you think oh, you know it does work my child is you know my child is happy and i you know it, blah 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 um and you kind of go we've 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 found the rhythm we've got the techniques you know we we we're we're, get, we're doing this we're 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 learning and we're able we're able to do the parent thing and then suddenly it all falls apart again but just for those brief moments you you can enjoy it just for the brief. It's worth it. It's worth all the effort and all the experimenting and all the, um, uh, all the, the, um, all the failures are worth it for when you do get it right. And you have that 48 hours where they do yeah. sleep through the night or they, they do nap during the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we weren't quite so lucky. We, we had two, two bad sleepers. I mean, Arlo first off was, um, he was he was quite a sicky baby, very very sicky baby, um, yeah. and that was what was keeping him up a lot. Like he just couldn't keep milk down, so his you know his stomach was yeah. just kind of turning, and he was found it very difficult to to go down if you could even get him down. Um, and so you know that that in retrospect it was a bit like well that was really horrible, and, and I must admit, um, my wife Katrina took the brunt of that more so than I did for sure. Mm, yeah. um, uh, but that was bad enough. But you kind of had you had an answer almost. It's like, well, he's very sicky. You know, I, I believe I believe if he wasn't sicky, I think he'd be very good. Mm -hmm. You know, you, because you had an answer. That was not the case. Was never the case, and still is not the case uh, with with my daughter Aoife. Um, Always been a bad sleeper. Beautiful child. Beautiful <laughs> child. You funny have to say that. you have to say that just in case you yeah this is the disclaimer time. so i don't get you know <laughs> beaten up by my children <laughs> or anybody else uh, but like um beautiful stunning funny like witty like crazy stupid funny mm. but the sleep uh um i mean long story short we want to try and keep these podcasts uh sort of minimum uh a 30, 30 minute minimum but um we co-sleep with her now or she co-sleeps with us. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's just like what we do now. And every night I still try, cause she's, she's two and a half now at time of recording. You know, you can reason with her to, to a point. She's very defiant now when she knows that this is a thing and that I like this thing, she will very rarely give up that thing. 
Mm. Um, so, you know, it's very, it's a real case of trying to teach an old dog new tricks now because she's very used to it. So what do you mean when you say co-sleeping, what, what does that actually mean? So what, what that means, that's a good point because I wouldn't have explained it. So um, co-sleeping to us, she'll go down in her bed perfectly right. fine. You know, sometimes it might take longer than other nights, but for the most part, 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I tend to use, that's like my admin time of the day. I'll catch up on messages, emails. Uh, that is my little 30 minute window to do that. Yeah. Uh, and she'll, she'll go down pretty easy, but almost to the minute she will wake up um, between she averages maybe between sort of uh, half midnight to one one a.m. She'll just wake up, um, and th- there's very rarely a shift through the gears. It's like I'm asleep, I'm awake, and it's like <laughs> gear five straight away. And you're like, oh my god, okay, right, we're doing this again. So at that point, we then uh, typically normally me, I, I, I sleep uh, closer to to the doorway. So um, I go and get her, I bring her in with us, and we all go back to sleep. She goes straight back to sleep, no problem. And the reason we are so okay with that now is because uh, last year, that year being 2022, in the UK, we had a horrendous, horrendous heat wave, some 40 degree heat, which we are not built for biologically uh, or, you know, in the infrastructure of our buildings and pipework and anything, we just cannot handle it. And you said right at the start of the show when um, you kind of alluded to the sense of feeling that this this is my life now, this is how it is. Mm. And I remember having that moment and it was down to the heat wave. We, we, had, we had a horrible stint between sort of May and June-ish of 2022 where like we were averaging four hours a night, four hours a night average. Wow. Sometimes it was less than that. The, the worst it would be, it would be, you know, you'd be up every 45 minutes or maybe every hour. And that is not enough time to get into a deep sleep. Mm. So you're, you're constantly, you enter sort of standby like a TV would, and then you're just abruptly woken up again. Mm. So trying to operate as a human being and do work during that period was really effing difficult. Mm. Really, really difficult because your body just shuts down. And I remember um, this is during the summer, so we hadn't had the first sort of wave of, of 40 degree heat by this point that was coming um but i remember sitting in in a dark room it was really warm it was muggy it was sticky Aoife was awake uh, i had i had managed to get her back after maybe an hour hour and a half of you know doing all the things which i'm sure we'll come to um and she was asleep but then i was so tired and i've never experienced this before i just i did not know i literally did not know whether i was awake or whether i was asleep or whether i was asleep and dreaming i was awake or awake but thought i was asleep you know Whoa, it was that's... really confusing because your brain by that point it'd been like 6 to 8 weeks of just 4 hours or less and um and i could feel my brain just caving in on itself because i i was getting delusional i didn't know what was going on and the worst of it is when you start seeing silhouettes in the night, when you start seeing shadows. Okay, can I take it back? Kit is absolutely fine. Kit is fine. Like, <laughs> 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 my God, that sounds horrendous. I mean, we've never had it that bad. We genuinely, we've not. I mean, we've had bad nights where it's you know it's bad nights, but you know we, we yeah, if we have a bad night of like four hours or something like that, that won't happen every night. So I really do genuinely take it back. Um, I think. Like for example, like with Fox, like he was a good sleeper, but that that was also down to my wife Sylvie, 
And I can't remember the phrase, what this phrase is, not self-soothing, but basically she got the routine from a very young age, the routine of putting them into bed and then just walking out the room. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and it'll be a gradual day. You get upset and then you go back and then, you know, then you, the, the amount of time you leave for going back, you, you gradually extend it. Mm. And she had it down so that Fox would fall asleep. You could put him into bed. And we, we used a dummy for both our children. Um, that was one of the things that's, that's another topic really to talk about. But like, yeah, we did, we used a dummy. So it was kind of like the, the routine of giving a dummy, putting the music on that we've put on. Do you know what I mean? And there'll yeah. be, there'll be a, some, some significant things that would happen that put him to bed. He'd get used to it. And then he would know what was happening and he would just roll over and go to sleep and it would work. Um, that is until we got him his toddler beds. So when he came out, we got too big for his cot. Um, we got him, I got him his first bed and I sat down next to him in his bed because, um, I, I don't know what the routine, obviously the routine changed cause it was a different bed, blah, 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 blah. And I sat down with him and I think I just held his hand with a bite next to him in the bed. And literally that just undid all of Sylvie's work that had happened over the last 18 months. Basically yeah. instantly yeah. that was it. He was like, wouldn't go to sleep without a parent being there basically. And so that was it. It was kind of one of those things that it is routine. Um, you, you know, you, you do the same thing over and over again and it will stick in the end. But as soon as you bend your own root rules or change your routine, you're back to square one. And I think that's yeah. what happened with Fox. Uh, definitely. That's what happened with Fox. He, I mean, you know, it, it, we worked at it and we got better again, but, um, yeah, I think, I think, that's what that was one of the reasons why fox was naturally just um how to put it he was just easier to put down he wouldn't be quite so upset or fight it quite so much as kit kits we call him kitzilla because he's just like this <laughs> just he's just a ball of muscle that, 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 that stubborn muscle that like you know um sorry just a concentrated <laughs> mass of muscles in a little pint-sized person you know honestly Gosh. honestly but anyway so yeah so going back to the sleep thing is is the fact that by having a routine and from very early age um getting it so that he didn't need us to go to sleep that's the key thing is that he didn't need us in the room um and so that helped um and so yeah i mean that was really the point i was saying like like with your what you're talking about we've never co-sleeped i mean i mean like yeah of course like at five in the morning when they've come in and go daddy daddy you know you know I'm, the sun's up or whatever you're like no you know you desperately try and come into bed have a cuddle with me come on let's have a, have a snooze go and you, you you're kidding yourself it's never worked but you know maybe i'll get 20 minutes of dozing time with him in the bed do you know what i mean but yeah, yeah. we've never co-sleeped um so yeah quite lucky in that sense yeah, I, I think we're at a point where, you know, we're, we're trying to sort of retrain her out of that now. And we know it's going to be difficult because we've, we've created this beast, you know, mm. but it, but it came off the back of having a really difficult time of it last year. And, yeah. and whenever like, whenever I stand defiant and I'm like, no, 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 she's going to go back down. She's going back down. I will pick her up. She's going back down. And she, of course she kicks off and, and she's she, like, like you said with, with, with Kit, like so strong. <laughs> And of course, you know, um, you at, the, at that point, you the parent, you're you're exhausted. Your, your body and your muscles haven't woken up yet. You're still kind of in this weird, like haze of slumber. Um, 
and that they can just outdo you on every angle. They're, they're, they're louder, mm. faster, stronger at that point. Anyway, but what I always come back to is, is like, I will take this. I'm convinced. And Katrina too, we are both convinced she'll grow out of it. She will. Yeah. Um, but I will take this over the time that we had last year because she just w- it wasn't happening. And at, at that point, we were really defiant. We were trying all the things. We did the whole kind of stay, cuddle for 20 seconds, put down, walk away, rep- rinse and repeat, and then yeah. ex- you know extend the sort of gap of time. We'd sing. We'd, uh, of course, you always read stories and stuff. Um, you know, we did a whole manner, a bunch of things. Um, and going on to like what we should sort of start talking about is maybe one or two life hacks. I mean, yeah, you mentioned just now repetition, of course, is key for kids. Yeah. The one thing with 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 Arlo and Aoife for me is that they've they've responded. There's never been a time where they haven't responded well to routine or repetition. They they've just seemed to get that. So that's okay. golden for me because I know that some children just won't. Yeah. Um. But the the repetition of singing, I have I have somewhat of a background in in singing. Um, and whilst any any parent, whether you're a good singer or not, um, will always sing to their child. Mm. But I must admit, it was the one time I would sing to Aoife especially, and I would sing properly. And because she never seemed to respond too well when I was when I was just like, you know, just kind of <laughs> like half half heartedly singing a song. It's almost like she's like, "Oh, Daddy, do it properly, and then I'll respond." You know. And when I started doing it properly, and I don't know what possessed me to start singing properly. Um, but the two songs that stuck, mm. Rocket Man by Elton John came over from Arlo. He always loved that. Yeah. And and that's another story uh, that like, I could tell about Rocket Man, which is really laugh out loud funny. Um, but the one that Aoife really responded well to was Eternal Flame by the Bangles. Yeah, yeah. And um, and mostly because it's it's actually quite a soft uh, song for the most part, but the lyrics are lovely. Close your yeah, eyes, yeah. give me your hand, you know, do you feel my heart beating, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you can really, you can really um, uh, mince those words and, and sing them very softly, and they they translate very well to a lullaby or softly yeah, sung yeah. song by a parent. Um, and pretty much, th- those are the only songs I've ever sung to them. And mm. so it, it then becomes a request most nights. Or can you do this? Can you sing Rocket Man? Or can you sing Eternal Flame? You know, so yeah, I'll do that again. And they respond oh. to it, and they go down super easy, and it's really, really sweet. And I say that, and I love your reaction where you kind of went, oh, because <laughs> then, you know, half past 12, what they're playing back to me is some bloody slipknot or something. <laughs> oh, you know, because the, the contrast is so far removed from what I try to build. And then what I get back, the receipt of that is just, you know, death metal. Oh, no, uh, no, no that's lovely. I mean, Sylvie's. Um, like you got a bit of a background in singing. So she does, she does most of the singing. Um, I think if, uh, Hey, I know now at time of recording that that's a bit of a lie. I've heard you sing at this point. <laughs> Expand the ballet, then you can get away with it. But sure. Sorry. Carry on. Carry on. I was going to say, usually the dogs start joining in. If I start singing to the children, <laughs> that was howling. Now, um, I think, yeah, I think with our, with our children, um, when they were babies, I would sing, you sing anything. You could sing any songs to them. And it's just the voice, it's the recognition of your, the sound of your voice and, and the vibrations of, you know, in your chest and what have you. And, um, it really just, you can sing absolutely anything to them. And I, I, I love those moments as a, as a, as a dad, you know, being able to just, you just having those, those, 
there's private moments where you're just cuddling your child and you just sing to it. It is a lovely, it's a, a very special moment when it yeah. works. And you know, the, when they start crying, yeah. All right, I'll give you back to your mum. All right. All right. I get it. <laughs> you don't want me. You want mum. Fine. Um, but no, I think with the, the bedtime routine thing, it's like we've always done the story. Thing. So literally Fox and Kit have three libraries worth of books. I could kid you not. Um, um, but you know what? It's lovely. Like, you know, all the Julia Donaldson, uh, different Julia Donaldson books and what mm -hmm. have you. And from that to, um, you know, there's, you know, books that you have where you're sort of potty training and that sort of stuff. So there's like a double, you know, there's, it's a double whammy. There are, there are books that you can use for different stages of your child growing up as well. Um, but, um, yeah, so this, this, the story thing, we've always kind of said, two stories so the routine will be every night bath time you know um we try and do bath time at quarter past six but very rarely do we manage that um the theory is is by seven o'clock the boys are in bed that's that's what it should be mm -hmm. so it'll be bath time brush the teeth get them into the pajamas um then have milk and then they'll have a rusk or a brioche or something a snack if they're if they're hungry with the milk and then we'll read two stories um and then and then then put to bed and then what we'll do is we have um the lullaby um cd so it's basically where i can't remember who it is now but basically someone just did lullaby covers of all different you know artists you know food oh, pop songs yeah 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 you know yeah Dave bowie foo fighters nirvana whatever and so i got loads of loads of music like that i was thinking oh, that'd be brilliant but it literally the only thing that works is the one that sylvie wanted which is the adele one and I, i've got nothing against adele but it, you know like like it's it, but you know what it actually really really works and so and that i kid you not i have listened to that lullaby adele album every night for the past five years like literally <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because it's true. You, you get to know all of this material so well. Same with books, of course, as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just insane. But when you think about it, you're like, oh, my gosh, is that depressing? I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, if, it, if, it, if it works, if it helps my children go to sleep, then I'll I'll do it. I'll take it. But, yeah, I think – so, yeah, and that's it because stories generally calm them. And it's that's the whole thing is it's, it's getting them to – getting them into that calm state and yeah. I, I i you know it happened the amount of times you try and put the children to bed and they will literally just suddenly go wired like like rah, running around you're like no this is the opposite we need to calm let's calm down and you know um but often we say that comes from the witching hour we call it the witching hour which is basically when you've missed the boat you've just pushed it that little bit too for too long basically and so they're actually becoming overtired mm -hmm. and so then you're like having to fight this roller coaster of emotions because yeah. the child's too tired you know what i mean and 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 then the problem is is you know early on you I, i'm I, I hopefully i'm better now but you know i'd get really frustrated and i'm like will you just stop will you just calm down you know which is obviously the worst thing you can do because then and you're you know <laughs> that that's just going to amplify things you can hear yourself saying it yeah. and you can hear yourself saying to yourself don't say that don't <laughs> do it don't do it and then you're like yeah but i just gotta stop it you know, and you just know that it's going to be of no help to you but you just can't help it you've been pushed by that point you know yeah 
Totally. I mean, I, I, um, it's slight segue. A friend of mine, <laughs> he's got two daughters who are like 13, 10, I think now, something like that. Anyway, <laughs> one of his daughters, I'm not going to say who it is because just in case, but he literally <laughs> said his, one of his daughters, no one has ever made him madder than his own daughter. He's like literally like he, that she's sent him to the point like that nobody else has ever been able to achieve. And obviously, you know, he's got a really good relationship with her and what have you, but your children, they, as they grow older, they know how to push your buttons. Of course you know really like, like, course and, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. So anyway, so pulling that back, you, you do, you can get to that point where you're at the end of your tether and you're right. You're kind of, you're just, you know, you should stay calm, but you just don't. And then you do that thing and then you kind of go, and the first time you do it, you go, Oh, that was my dad when I was a kid. <laughs> you know that moment, yeah. that first moment when you you bark, whatever it is, you bark yeah. or whatever, that just goes against your personality, but you bark and you go, oh my word, I and am you, my And you father. get the realisation afterwards. You get that. It's like the second you cross that line, there's a mirror just put <laughs> straight in your face. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and it is the, it's your father's, version sorry yeah it's, it's you as, as as your father sort of thing you know that yeah, version yeah. is coming through yeah and, exactly. i mean that's that is a topic all, all to itself you know <laughs> and that's that's actually why we called this podcast like my father before me because so much of what you know is taught to you before you're anywhere near being a parent yeah you just totally. inherit that stuff and it yeah. just remains dormant in your very very blood and dna until yeah. You do become a parent, and it comes out when you just are not expecting it. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 that uh, it's that I suppose it is that learned behaviour that you got that was imprinted on you from when you were a child from your parents. You know, I mean, maybe it is, or, or, or maybe it is DNA. Maybe it is just that you are half your dad, sort of thing. You know what I mean? You know, who knows? But um, I think, I think. As time goes on, you do, you do become better parents. You do become better at this. And, and, um, how do I put it? You get to know your children over time. Do you know what I mean? You, you get to know your children because you know, you know what it's like when you, I remember the first time I remember when Fox was born and had this really weird feeling of, Oh, I don't know you. Like, is that mm. you, you look, you look, you look like a stranger to me. That's the best way I can describe it. I was like, you, you, you're not, I don't know. I don't know what I expected you to look like, but you're not what I thought you'd look like. Like mm. and it, it is a really weird, and it was a very weird realization of, oh, this is a, this is the first time I'm meeting another human. This is the first, even though, yes, he is my, my flesh and blood. Um, of course you don't know him. Of course she doesn't look like you, how you expect it. And I know that sounds really silly, but it was quite, I just, it's not that I'd put any thought into it beforehand. It was just the reality of when he, when Fox first came out, it was literally one of those things where it was like, Oh, you're, I don't know you. Mm. Like, like, and I, I don't know how to describe it other than that. Literally like you're a stranger and that's what it is with your children. They are strangers. And, and over time you get to know them and, and, yeah. And you understand. So it's not just about learning techniques and about how, you know, what about routine and, and what books work and what music works. And 
does it work when you have a nightlight on? Does it work when, you know, if you go to bed half an hour earlier, does that work? You know, it's, 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 it's over time. You, you, you're trying all these things out and you're working out these, these different techniques as a parent, but then you're also starting to read your child and you're also starting to understand how they're behaving and why they're behaving and trying to read it. Like someone, someone said to me, when a baby cries, that's just their way of, that's just their way of talking. That's all it is. Like, you know, when people get upset about a baby, baby crying, it's, it's, there's, there's no point in getting upset, but this is actually them communicating with you. That's how babies communicate, communicate. And so it's just things like that. And then recognizing the cries, you know, you kind of go, Oh, I know what that cry means. I know that cry. My baby's hungry or my, that my baby's tired or do you know what I mean? Um, so I think with, with, uh, with sleep and with all things is that, you know, over time it, I'm not going to say it gets easier, but I do believe that um, it's easier to adapt and recognise what the right tactic yeah. will be. You become a lot sh- a lot sharper to recognising something is maybe about to happen. You get very good at preempting things, and yeah. you also you're you're better equipped to deal with those things if and if and when they they do land. You know, yeah. Yeah, um, but you, you said just now, yeah, it's, that's that's one thing we haven't mentioned up to this point. Is you're right, you're, you're dealt a blank canvas when when the baby's born, and some, you know, to some parents that it might be more um, organic than others. I, I know for me, it certainly wasn't. Not with Arlo for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to really work hard and dig deep to build that rapport and gain your child's trust over time oh, yeah. as as they are yeah as they're developing people that they they can't communicate or at least they, they can't communicate to the level that you can of course and mm. and part of your brain is like oh just do the thing mm. in their head that like, i can't do the thing i don't know how to swallow properly yeah you know? and it's yeah. like yeah. And, and again you can hear yourself just you can hear the inner turmoil the battle between you mm. and yourself the you know but your rational brain especially if if you had a number of nights of, of terrible sleep, your rational brain is just down the toilet. You don't yeah. have, you've got it. You've got to go and wash that thing off and get it on as quickly as you can. Yeah. Because you ain't thinking straight. You're, you're, you know? you're going off instinct. You're basically, yeah. it's pure instinct. Yeah, absolutely. And I, can I ask, so what did you do when it was, for, and this is for you, this is, like when it was really bad, when it was like the, those times where, you know, you were sleep deprived, how did you cope? What was your coping strategy? Like, did you, did you have a coping strategy? How, or did you muddle through it or what? I do? mean, you know, our, our, our millions of listeners, of course, can't see us. They can only, they can only hear us, but you know, let me just kind of explain this as I slump into my chair because I haven't really come up with a coping mechanism. as we speak. Um, no, I mean, you know, I'm joking about it. You know, as you said earlier, um, we're certainly better at dealing with these sorts of things now, and we don't have as bad a time of as as, time, as bad a time of it as we used to. Mm. Um, in terms of like a coping mechanism during that period, though, I didn't have one. I didn't have one. I'm I'm old enough, m- much like you. You know, we're kind of of a similar generation. My my engineering says, head down, carry on, mm. blunt force, get through it drink a coffee you know we'll maybe drink coffee first and then do the rest of those things and that's what it was and i know in retrospect that was not a good idea but that's all i knew that's all i knew and it took me ages 
ages before I actually reached out to anyone at work. And also it's worth noting that John and I, we, we, we work together. Mm. Um, and it took me ages before I felt mm-hmm. not, not necessarily like comfortable. I think I've always been, again, much like you, I've always been comfortable talking about stuff. With me personally, it's always been a case of when I felt as though I've tried all the things and I'm kind of, I've exhausted my resources now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to do. And I think the next thing for me to do is probably tell someone because, probably because mm-hmm. I feel as though at least I'm being a bit more reclusive. Mm-hmm. I'm not engaging as much as what, of, uh, as, as much as what people are used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I become aware of that, that's when I get to the crossroads and it's like, right, okay, I think I've hit that point now. I need to sort of talk to someone about it. So anyway, a long-winded way of answering your question. I, I never really had one. It was just mm-hmm. just got on with it um, and just kind of shouldered as much as I possibly could before eventually talking about it. And mm-hmm. to come sort of full circle as we almost look to wrap this episode up is, it's the talking. How many times have you heard, like, mm-hmm. just talk? You don't need, it's not about finding the answer. It's not about finding any sort of solution that's going to work overnight because nothing works overnight. It takes time to get these things, to get these things down. Um, Especially when children involved, you know, as as we said, they're, they're trying to learn a million things every day. It's no wonder their brains almost explode just before bedtime because they are done. Yeah. They're done with the day. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah yeah sorry i didn't really know where, where i was going with that yeah. model, no, i think you're right though the communication i think that's a one thing for sylvia and i is like i will mention it before i mean i am nothing without sylvia you know like without my children's mum you know like like she's amazing you know what is she do like how she is with the children how how calm she is and how loving and how kind she is and all that sort of stuff so I am, and I'll always say, I am the support act. Do you know what I mean? Like it, like, because like, she's just so, so far, um, so much better equipped, if you like, at parenting. Like she, she's just naturally taken to it. Um, whereas, you know, I, I love, you ever seen, um, you ever see, uh, seen Inside Out? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie. So basically, so I'm just going to go off on a slight tangent here. This, this is all about emotions, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. It. Yeah, yeah, it's a brilliant movie. And we watched it for the first time a couple of a couple of weeks ago. Well, Fox did anyway. We're, we have our movie nights and uh, at home, and we'll sit and watch a movie on a Friday night with popcorn. And uh, anyway, so we watched Inside Out, and uh, and and Fox absolutely loved it. He he was Kit, obviously not so much. He's he's only three, so yeah, it went over his head. But anyway. So, and then, you know, have they have the, the, the islands, you know, the, the sort of yeah. core memories and then the islands you have, you know, you have family and what have you, and you have goofball island mm-hmm. and Fox literally turns around and goes, daddy's got a goofball island. And that's it. Do you know what I mean? Like I am, <laughs> I've always like that. That's, that's how I am with, with my children. I just like playing my children and, 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 and <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like Sylvie's the one that actually raises them. I just play with them. Um, but like, but one of the things is when we talk about when it's really tough and when you are struggling and you're not sleeping and you're, you're what have you, I mean, yes, it is difficult and yes, it is everything that you've said, but you still wouldn't change it. Like, cause, because the joy and the happiness and the warmth and, uh, everything you get from being a parent and, and, and what have you, and without sounding really cheesy, but it is that way in like, in the fact that. Before being a parent, like my life was full, 
you know, and what have you. And then I became a parent. And then I suddenly went, oh, oh, that stuff doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> literally, literally, because the joy of having a child and, and doing all those things and the experiences you have with your children is, is, you know, I find it personally quite overwhelming. It's, it's, I love it. I love every moment. And even when I'm really, really frustrated and, and what have you, I'm still happy because, you know, like, like they're my kids and, and I wouldn't change them for the world sort of thing. So mm. yeah, that's, that's the thing with, 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 with dealing with things when, um, like sleep, when it's not going well, when it is really tough, you still kind of go, yeah, but I'm happy with that. You know what I mean? Cause it's my children and, and I love them and, 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 we'll work it out, you know? And yeah, I'm, I may be a bit bobbins at work, but <laughs> I can't do much about that just today. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I feel is that like, and also we talked about like, it's almost like the horror stories, but it still wouldn't change them. I still, you know, I'd still, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I, it's, it's still worth it. Do you know what I mean? Even when it's really bad, it's still really good. You know, that's the thing. And for me, and like you say, we should be wrapping up this up, but just to, just to sort of bring it bang up to date for me mm -hmm. is, is last weekend we went camping and, um, we went down to, to, uh, North Devon and, uh, on Friday night, a storm hit and we were camping in a field on a tent. Um, and we have basically to paint a picture, we have this sort of eight man octagon type tent, basically where there's me, Sylvie, the boys and the dog. And we were in this one space together, basically in the tent. And, uh, yeah. And then <laughs> two in the morning, the wind is howling through the tents, literally buffering, like, like, you know, just, just, there's just no way you can sleep through that. You just can't. You're waking up. So there's this buffeting. And so Sylvie and I are lying in bed, looking at each other, going, you're awake. Yeah, I'm awake. You know, basically saying, I hope the tent doesn't blow off. I hope we're going to do a, do a, a Wizard of Oz and, you know what I mean? And fly off. And then you look round and the boys, my boys are fast asleep. They have not moved through this. And like, <laughs> that's just not fair. Like at home, you don't sleep when it's the perfect conditions. When we're in the eye of, you know, when we're in the storm and you just, you don't, you don't flinch. It's like white noise to them. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like the sheep, the white, you know, the white noise sheep. Yeah. Did you, did you sort of look over, shake hands and you were just like, none of this makes sense. <laughs> what, what is this? What's your problem? Any other time, my my God! <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's funny because when you when you're explaining that, the, the thing that I could pop that pops in my head was um we haven't really kind of um we'll we'll get to kind of learning a little bit more about our actual children. But the one thing I'll say about Arlo, my my little boy, is that um if if that was him in that scenario, he's got a lot of energy. Has Arlo? He's a very very energetic little boy, and I love that. And I'm trying to my my best to sort of harness that energy into yeah. some sort of discipline or a martial art or something. I don't know yet. But um, there's that great scene from Forrest Gump where during the period of, of Forrest's life when he's on the shrimp boat mm. and he's out at sea and he's with um, Lieutenant Dan, who's um, yeah. one of his uh, um, Vietnam vet friends. And Forrest is like doing all the stuff, trying to, you know, he recognizes that the ship is sort of going down and, and it's all just going terribly wrong. But Lieutenant Dan is just like sat on the side. He's like, onward, Forrest, let's go further. Let's go deeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like waves 200 feet high. There's wind, thunder, all the rest of it, like beating down with rain. 
But I just imagine Arlo, he'd just be on the car route. He's like, come on, Danny! Push those pegs in deeper! Let's go! Uh, but I, yeah, I, I, I feel for you, man. I mean, we actually haven't ever camped. And I feel as though, sorry, we, we've slightly gone off piece with the sleeping thing. Um, but it's, you know, it's all relatable because this, this is, these are the, the life and times of, of, of parents and you're just figuring it out on the daily and you hope, you hope that you'll get enough sleep to continue into the next day where you can continue getting things wrong and, and trying to, to trying to do right by yourself and your children. You know, it's, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's worth it. It is worth it. And I think, um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I do, but I do think you got it harder than I did. I've got to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, like you said just now, you know, I, if you said to me, would you go back and change it? And, I mean, that's, that's a really difficult thing to answer because it still feels so very raw. You know, we're only talking about last year where we had like a two or three month period. Yeah. Um, and it's still not perfect now, but, but again, like, like I said earlier, it's like, I will, ha- I'm happy doing what we do at the minute because everybody wins. It's not ideal, especially if Arlo, you know, has a, a, a dream or something and, and wants some comfort. There's been many times where there's been four of us in the bed mm-hmm. and you're like, well, that's a lot of people. Cause Arlo's, you know, he's getting bigger. He's almost five and he's not, he's not two, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a, I, I described Aoife or, or, or um, Kit as like pint size. Arlo's more like a Stein, you know, he's a German Stein glass. <laughs> he's much bigger. Uh, when it's those points and it's like 3am, it's like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Cause there's been so many times where mm. I'm at a point there at that point where I'm like, right, this is silly. There's no point in me trying to wrestle Aoife back into her bed and do the same with Arlo. I'm just going to get up, take my favorite pillow, and I'm going to go and sleep in Arlo's bed. <laughs> that's what I do. You have because, not. Yeah, loads of times. <laughs> loads of times. Well, I've, got, wow. well, I've got no shame in admitting that because it's like, we, as I say, last year was so awful. I'll take anything because yeah, I've forgotten enough. what, what sleep kind of felt like and, and, you know, to have at least some sort of base layer of, of, of that and being able to operate on a, on a consistent level now, mm. it's like, I will happily take that over what we had last summer in the, in the summer of 22. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But there you go. You know, there's nothing more humbling than the image of an adult parent crawling out of their child's bedroom on their hands and knees <laughs> you know what I mean? desperately not trying not to wake them up like sneaking out the door on their hands and knees to get out because every parent's done it every adult has done it do you know what i mean like of all the i don't know i just think i just that amuses me the thought of i can't remember where i read it somewhere but basically someone's talking about it and it was kind of like it's so true we're all the same you know and we will do anything and like yeah. you know and and you get to know where every single creek of every single floorboard <laughs> is don't you i mean we've recently moved to a new house and it's quite creaky um it's it's somewhat a, a bit like a country house and um creaky floorboards everywhere we knew that moving in but when you're trying to put the kids to sleep it becomes like well, I don't know what game. It's like any video game where you step on one block and then you fall down into the lava sort of thing. You're trying to avoid every little crack. <laughs> um, but having said that, again, like the, the kids are kind of used to that now. They're, they're used. And I, that's another thing I absolutely failed to mention, as we, we promise we are wrapping this up, is instead of just kind of sitting there waiting for them to... If I've got through all my admin and, and I'm like, right, okay, well, I'm, I'm at a messaging now. Um, I, I, I've either got to just sit here in silence or with a, a, a nursery rhyme on or something. 
Mm. Um, or I'm just going to get up and do something. And I, I've started doing that. So typically, again, because it's like admin or, or household chores uh, period, there's always like a, a bucket of washing that needs to be put away. That's upstairs. Yeah. That we've got that great sort of uh, rotation system. So I'll just go off and start doing that or tidying a bedroom. So I'm not there. They can't see me, but they can hear they can me just hear walking you. around upstairs. Absolutely. And they've responded really, really well to that. Yeah. So I would, you know, again, as another life hack, if, if anyone's looking for something new to try, do some chores, use the time, yeah. be productive and let them know, be, be slightly noisy, slightly, yeah. just so they know you're there. They'll take com- they take comfort in that that they know that you're there and they're not they're not you you, you haven't abandoned them basically yeah um, yeah I mean you you have that that was one thing I, I failed to mention before was when Fox um, <clears throat> was a baby we would basically obviously he'd sleep in his Moses basket so wherever we were he was you know blah blah anyway but we deliberately made it so that that there was always noise for him as a baby. He responded to things when there was just noise. Like mm. when it was quiet, he would as a baby then sit up and move around, what have you. But if you had the TV on in the background or or music playing or what have you, he would then go to sleep. And it was it was just that background noise basically that would soothe him. It, you know what I mean? It, it, uh, it, it, he would then definitely, definitely go to sleep so much so much quicker basically when there was noise. So yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And that you saying going doing chores or what have you, hanging background noise, that makes a big difference. I think, I think it's the same thing. It's, it's, that's why we have nurse. That's why we have music when we go to sleep. When they go to sleep, it's kind of like, it's that mm-hmm. or white noise. You know, the sheep as I was saying, like, you know, did you have that sheep that made all the white yeah, noise? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like everyone tried and, and it worked for Fox, it didn't work for Kit, but it worked for Fox, you know. Um, but having that background noise almost kind of just, so- it soothes them. Um, and, yeah, it just uh, fills the space. It fills yeah. the space, and and you know it's what they've been used to ever since the womb. You know, so well, this is it. That's that's the whole thing. Because that's like that sheep that they'll be like, they'll have different settings, and it's maybe the sounds they would hear in the womb. Like there's one that's like the vacuum cleaner. What the vacuum cleaner would have sounded like when they're in the womb, and or the heartbeat and that sort of stuff. You know, yeah, um, yeah, which is all a bit. Weird. All right. Well, listen, <laughs> we're almost uh, sort of forty five minutes. Um, we don't want to sort of create too many pillars or requirements and criteria of this. Uh, of this podcast, but it's, 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 I really enjoyed that for our first episode of just kind of talking about something. It's very, yeah. it's very kind of free flowing and really easy. And I'm, I'm amazed it's been 45 minutes already or there, thereabouts. Yeah. Um, I hope, I hope, I, I'm sure we'll get better at this. You know what I mean? Like, uh, um, we don't know what we're going to talk about in the next one yet. Uh, we're going to, we're going to turn this, um, this little cell in the spreadsheet to green, tick it off the list, but I have no doubt no doubt now hear this no doubt that sleep will pop up every so often as a little topic or a side thought or something oh yeah it's gonna come back with a vengeance every time thanks so much for listening we honestly do value your time your parents or perhaps about to become parents so that time is valuable thank you so much If you fancy it and have been enjoying our episodes, we'd be forever grateful in receiving a review or perhaps sharing one of the episodes amongst your friends and family. All is welcomed and we'll see you soon.